This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. Being a Friday morning, we get to connect with Dr. Peter Hammond, who is the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Here he is. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. Good to be back after so many complications. The Bible says in Proverbs 14, verse 34, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. The budget announced by the Minister of Finance, uh, Enoch Godunwana, missed a golden opportunity to stimulate economic growth because of some misguided priorities. The priorities apparently seem to include throwing yet another billion rand down the bottomless South African Airways pit, while the bailout lifeline to the post office amounts to another 2.4 billion rand. And at present, Eskom's debt burden amounts to uh, something around 400 billion rand. 400 billion rand. It's mm. not like Eskom's giving away electricity free. Uh, how on earth are they running at such a loss? Well, we've been learning more about that recently. And the government is completely to blame for allowing this state owned enterprise, this utilities debt, to get so out of hand. And for the company to collapse under corruption and incompetence, largely due to the race quotas, Black Economic Empowerment, BEE, Affirmative Action, Entitlement, Cadre Deployment, the budget deficit, according to our recent budget announced this week, has shot up to 284 billion rand. Government expenditures increased 2.24 trillion rand. Government's debt's grown to 5 trillion, or 75% of our GDP is debt. The financing cost of this debt has risen uh, to over 340 billion, That's uh, which is just staggering that that's just being thrown down the drain of getting in debt, servicing the debt. And an incredible over 700 billion rand is earmarked for salaries. The government's wage bill is one of the highest in the world's developing countries and expressed as a percentage of the GDP, one of the highest in the world, 31% of our GDP, uh, the government's wage bill. It's higher than the average of 38 member countries of the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. And this wage bill is a serious problem because we can't afford it. The public service is too large, it's bloated, it's expensive to afford, and experts say it's out of control and it's unsustainable and it's not doing its job either. So all luxuries should have been cut out of the budget. You know, this is a time of, of crisis economically mm. and departments shouldn't be given more money to squander. Every cent should actually be used to stimulate the economy and build up and repair the infrastructure which is decaying and grow businesses and create jobs and especially to keep the lights on. But constant lifelines, bailouts to public enterprise have become a phenomenal burden to the taxpayer. And the luxury of providing more bailout aid to incompetent and corrupt enterprises should no longer even be an option. Most of these enterprises are no more than failed ANC ideological party projects, and it's a source of cadre enrichment, a feeding trough. Many are no longer viable and should be abolished or at the very least privatized. For example, South African Airways, uh, 
what's government's involvement then? What exactly is the sale of the majority shares entailing? All of this is unclear. And yet it's a state-operated enterprise, and it's not, it's not operating at all. Another bailout should certainly not be thrown to the bottomless pit of corruption and competence, which in no way contributes to building the country's economy or the welfare of its citizens. Tax money should be used to benefit taxpayers and stimulate economic growth and build up and maintain infrastructure and not promote some kind of party political socialist ideology or to enrich cadres who seem to be mainly concerned with enriching themselves. So uh, a media report in report on the 19th of February spoke of the bankrupt, bankrupt um, army. Armed Forces Day celebrations and Richard's Day painted a bad picture of the extent of the decline of our military. According to this report, the Defence Force only has two frontline jet fighter jets operational and only one frigate operational. And the logistics wing cannot even afford to pay for the Army's orchestra fuel to reach the Sona uh, and from there back to Richards Bay. The orchestra members had to pay out their own pockets for their transport. It points to the utter decline of our Defence Force, which is squandering money to the tune of 220 million was squandered on a parade in Richards Bay. How any parade could cost 220 million is, is a question to be asked. But discipline's lost. The, the photographs accompanying the report showed soldiers forced to stay in tattered tents on a floodplain while generals were being accommodated in five-star guest houses. And that's pretty symbolic because at the moment, apparently, the army could not find 26 million rand to provide the equipment needed to maintain the entire computer data system, but they could have 10 times that amount available mm. to host a prestigious event and for luxuries and uh, parties. So the top management burden of the SNDFs come out in, in this, bank, uh, this uh, I almost said bankrupt, this budget. And uh, according to the Defence Web article, uh, 3rd of February, SANDF is top-heavy with generals. A parliamentary research report shows there's over 400 generals in army. That's one general for every 184 individuals. Now, normally, a captain would handle uh, a number of about 200, but now we've got a general for every 184, 400 generals. Wow. Is it worth more budget tax money uh, when they literally, we have pilots sitting idle because only two of our 26 Gripen fighter jets are operational. These fighter jets cost billions of rands. Only four of the Air Force's 11 Roy Falk attack helicopters are serviceable. And the only warships we could find to participate in military exercise with Russia and China includes one 50 years old survey ship and one frigate. The rest are not operational. How can we continue to allow our military to deteriorate while they squander hundreds of millions on needless luxuries and on 400 generals. Not to mention the crime. Uh, 26,000 people were murdered in South Africa last year, officially. That's 2,256 a month. That's 79 people being murdered a day, officially. And uh, the Auditor General says that the figures released by the police uh, are not correct because they don't correlate the number of crime dockets. And there's um, a lot that can be said about that too. But what we now have is the previous CEO of Eskom saying Eskom's losing a billion rand a month to corruption and theft. That's a month, a billion rand, billion, billion with a B. And he speaks about massive amounts of organized crime networks operating on Mpumalanga, feeding off Eskom, 
mafia-type institutions, including government cabinet ministers, who say it's inevitable that a portion of the 8.5 billion COP fund aimed at accelerating South Africa's energy transition would be strong. Well, it's inevitable. You know, it's like, why would, do we need to worry about uh, uh, dealing with things like corruption? The Bible is clear that the kings of earth lord it over them and can't call themselves benefactors. But it's not to be like that with you. Amongst you, the greatest should be the servant of all, should be like the youngest, the least. And we're not to enrich ourselves. In fact, the whole concept of, of a cabinet minister uh, is from what Jesus said, that, that leaders should be servants. And I remember when members of parliament weren't paid and when city councillors weren't paid, my school teacher in Bulawayo was a member of parliament. We said, sir, how can you be a member of parliament and a teacher? He said, we don't get paid for being members of parliament. We need a real job too. And it used to be like that, but now it seems that politics is a get-rich-quick scheme. People didn't used to get rich going in the army either. But, uh, you know, if you've got 400 generals, uh, uh, <laughs> that's one general for every uh, 180 men in the army, uh, then honestly and truly, uh, what we've got now is a system that seems to be trying to enrich itself at the expense of others. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we can see that corruption is infesting the land and righteousness does exalt the nation. Sin is a disgrace to any people. The Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. It is he who will save us. And we're told in Deuteronomy 16 that judges should be appointed and officials for every tribe and every town. And they should judge fairly and they should not pervert justice or show partiality. And they must not accept a bribe because bribes blind the eyes and twist the words of the righteous. That's in Deuteronomy 16. What we need is to get back to the Bible. We need to clean out the rot. And uh, what South Africa needs is efficient servant leadership not corrupt officials who feel themselves entitled to loot the treasury to the detriment of us all. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.